world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien and Tyler. On today's podcast, we discuss the most anticipated movies of 2021. All right, Damien, before before we start this podcast, how similar... We've done this podcast now three years in a row. This is our third year. How similar is this episode going to be to the 2020 version? Meaning, how many of the same movies are we going to talk about? There's got to be at least half a dozen on there. At least, right? Yeah, minimum. Are these movies actually going to come out this year? I think that they will. It mm. might not be until the second half or maybe even the last quarter of this year, if I'm being a little bit pessimistic. But like, if it looks like things might open up because we have herd immunity because of the vaccine. I think that a lot of them they'll hold to try and, you know, eke up the box office numbers as much as possible because they're obviously so you think they're going to like push them out. You're thinking opposed to just saying they're not coming out this year, they might just continue to push them to the end of the year hoping and then we'll have a stacked end of the year. Yeah, because they're they're going to want number the revenue numbers to be somewhat balanced, not like save forever, lose money and not have any sure. income and then and then drop because they're not going to drop all of them at the same time either. I love that I've asked you this question, I think, on a couple different podcasts. And you're like, you refer to it as Q1, Q2, <laughs> Q3, Q4. I mean, that's the easy way to break up <laughs> quarters of the year. I get it. I get it. Tyler, are you going to the movies in 2021? Absolutely, man. You I've got, so? uh, I'm lucky enough that I have my vac- vaccine appointment uh, Monday, six sure. days from now. So, and you know, the public health experts they're saying that this is um, obviously it's a vaccine that's highly effective. I think that people can return to some level of what life was like um, after they get both doses. So, one of the things I'm most looking forward to is going back to the theater. So, it might not be within a week of getting that second dose, but it's going to be Q2, I'll say. <laughs> are you guys in Arizona? Like the movie theaters are open. I believe there are some open. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't checked since, since like right. summer really, or haven't even really looked at the news for that specifically, but I think there are some. All right. Wait, but Tyler, aren't you getting the vaccine early because of basically <laughs> that you're high risk and the vaccine isn't a hundred percent. Tyler don't give a fuck about that. I was going to make a joke about like the vaccine giving him a third eye and how is he going to see it? How is he going to be able to focus on a movie with now three eyes? But that doesn't seem, that seems in poor taste. So I'm not going to make that joke, even though I kind of just made that joke. Because I'm, I'm, pro, I'm pro science. Like, fuck me up with that vaccine. But Damien's got a good point. Aren't you worried that you might die? I, I'm not. No, I mean, I'm worried I might die driving to get some Jack in the Box tacos tonight or something. But the... The vaccine, I'm reading about this. You know, people are saying you got to be cautious. Don't try to do everything that you used to do right away. Yeah. But other public health experts, and this is now a science podcast, are saying <laughs> you. this is basically a cure. It's like the most effective and successful vaccine in the history of science, the two ones produced in the U.S. So as long as you're still, you still need to wear a mask, you still should social distance, but you can do you can return to a sense of normalcy and they need people to understand that people are hesitant to get the vaccine because they think, Oh, well it's, we still have to do all these other measures. What's the point taking forever Mm -hmm. to get the vaccine. But they say plenty of experts are saying this vaccine is giving you the protection 
that that you need to um to go to the fucking movie and watch Justice League for four hours or something like that. Well, calm down, because Justice League is for sure not releasing in the theater regardless. So, And if you, if it was, and you were going to risk your life to see Justice League, <laughs> we would have to have a, like a serious conversation on what your priorities are. That's true. Fair. I just want to apologize for anybody in the science community for what Tyler <laughs> just said. We're basically, I, you just said this is a science podcast now and then proceeded <laughs> to call the vaccine a cure. Hey, listen, listen. I'll send you the New York Times link that says this is effectively a cure. Send it to me. I will. Fuck me up with the science. You know I love it. I'll read it. I'll read the entire article aloud right now (laughs) on this podcast. All right. And then you can just splice in uh, last year's recording at this point. And then we'll (laughs) just. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for being on. See you tomorrow. (laughs) Not tomorrow. Anyways. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I'm 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 hopeful that that what Damien's saying Q3, Q4 movie theaters come back. My my question would be are there actually going to be movie theaters? I know obviously we're going to have movies that are not going to stop making movies. Um I don't know. I I feel like it's going to be it's going to be like a mental there's going to be a large mental hurdle for me to get over. Even if I get the, you know, by that point I have the vaccine as well. And even if we have whatever herd immunity or whatnot, it's still going to be a, a hard, it's going to be hard for me to do that. Well, so here's another thing. And I'm, I'm looking at this, the optimist <laughs> lens for sure. I like that, by the way, you just sent me the New York Times article in real time as we're um, on a podcast, as if yeah. I'm going to read it right now. Good looking. No, it's, it's, it's for later reading. Sure. Um, so there's, obviously plenty of reason to be cautious yeah um no matter how quickly we, we reach herd immunity uh, assuming that 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 does happen but there hasn't been a single outbreak in a movie theater anywhere in the world um largely because they've been closed for most of this time of course <laughs> exactly but <laughs> with no vaccine with plenty of theaters uh, you know sporadically being open there are ways even before the vaccine that it's been made safe. So assuming that there are more people who have been vaccinated or lots of people who have been vaccinated, some level of herd immunity has been reached. Don't you think that's, that doesn't give you any, any comfort? You seem, and I'm asking you this just because you sound like I'm not going. Uh, Again, it's more of because now we're going to, it's, it's a little bit of PTSD. We've, we've dealt with this for so long now Sure. And I haven't been somebody who's like, ah, fuck it. I'm still going to go out to eat dinner or I'm still going to do, right. you know, go to parties or whatever. Like I've been largely like quarantined. I think like both of you have for the most right. part. Um, so there's going to be, you know, a, a year and a half of like hardwired. This is what you're supposed to do. So then once they just say like, hey, it's open. It's not like I can see something that is causing all of this issues, right? Like you can't see mm-hmm. the virus, obviously. So when someone just says like, yeah, you're good. And yes, you took this shot. And yes, you should be immune. Like that's still going to be tough for me to get over. And that's yeah. my own, you know, neurotic, I guess, personality trait. But it'll still be a little more difficult for me. Makes sense. Damien's like, fuck it, I'm going anyways. Like, you don't care, right? No, I'm. that's definitely not me. That's Tyler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this is well, a weird start to the podcast. Yeah. We should have just spliced in last year's. 
<laughs> I mean, we might. I might still do that. Like, okay. it's, you know, editing, bro. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. So let's just get that. We we talked about it at the beginning or prior to recording. So Netflix had, I think it was, it was pretty big news, right? That they had announced that they were going to release one movie every week. But then it's a totality of 70. So obviously that's hmm. more than once a week. But um, 52 large scale, I don't know if you'd call them blockbusters. I don't know what you consider them, but big movies with either big directors, you know, uh, A-list actors in it. I don't have any of those for the most part on my list. And I had said, I had prefaced that before we started recording it that I don't necessarily think of Netflix as still having like most anticipated movies I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Those are usually things that are released in a theater. And again, this is from, you know, years of going to the movies. Right. I don't even keep up always on what's actually releasing in Netflix until maybe like it come, you hear about it like a month before it comes out. So I don't really have any of these on my list. Is that weird that I I don't think of Netflix movies as like, big movies that I'm looking forward to. Damien, do you think that's odd or is that how you feel or are you, do you compartmentalize that at all? No, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I think, I think 10, 12 months ago, me would, would say like, I completely agree, but, but things are changing and they're, you know, they yeah. started doing, you know, dual releases. And so, and the trend is probably going in a direction that that's going to be the future or some variation of that, even well after COVID. Um, sure. So, so yeah, it doesn't seem, I guess, as weird. Yeah, I, I'm with you, right? That this, That's going to be the trend, whether it's all of these movies that are going to release on HBO. What the fuck is it? HBO Now, HBO Go, HBO Max, whatever the <laughs> HBO platform is. I'm sure Hulu will jump into this somehow, Disney+. Plus. Um, but for some reason, it's still like Netflix Originals, I guess, is the thing. I don't think of that way, which is odd. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I'm, I'm, sorry, go ahead, Adam. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I I agree. I think there's a, not a stigma associated with Netflix original, but it just doesn't feel like the quality is there. Um, And that's not to say that some Netflix originals aren't great. You know, some of their content like Queen's Gambit from from the TV side, it's exceptional. Um, But I think it's just, we've, we've been conditioned for decades to think of theater releases as the movies. In, yeah. in a big way, um, especially with new releases. So, but yeah, there there has been a transition. I agree with Damien. Um, I think didn't it sort of start with the Irishman and and Roma, where there was some small, very small window of theatrical release. Yeah, and then transitioned to, to Netflix. I think, yeah. and that seemed odd. But now it's it's becoming like I I do look forward to some Netflix releases, um, even though I don't prefer it. I think the four that I'm thinking of that did that was Roma was the first one. And then the next year, uh, the Irishman did it, but also triple frontier, the big action movie did that. And they had like a long release. I think they had almost probably a month. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and then there was another one and I'm, I'm spacing on it right now, but there was another movie, a Netflix movie that also had like a theater release. Um, so yeah, I guess, I mean, that makes sense, especially with two of their two movies, the last two years being nominated for best picture. Yeah. Right, I mean True. Roma and and Irishman with Roma. Like, didn't Roma win? It won Best Director. I can't remember if it won Best Picture. It won a yeah. lot. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I guess that I should start looking at what's uh, what's <laughs> coming out of Netflix and being you know excited about that. Because I remember last year we did this, and I don't think we even talked about Mank, 
which is a big movie that came out mm -hmm. on Netflix. My favorite mm -hmm. actor was in it, and I didn't even register like to be on most anticipated movies of that year for me. Well, what do well. I know though? I'm a guy in a fucking closet talking about movies. <laughs> All right, so I guess we can just start going down this list and. You guys tell me what you think, and I don't know. These are not all movies I want to see, but I think these are kind of the uh, tentpole movies of the year, I guess. Mm -hmm. All right. So first one I have here is Raya and the Last Dragon, which is the newest Disney animation movie. You know, the same people that did Tyler's favorite movie of all time, Moana. <laughs> you know, Big Hero 6, Frozen. Not Pixar, but the, the Disney animation side of it, which has been making, like, a lot of good stuff. I think they had a, a big resurgence probably around Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. yeah. And they, you know, Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6, Frozen. Like, they, they, they're putting out good stuff. Anybody interested in this? I am, based on the the names of the movies you just rattled off, like Big Hero 6 and... and <laughs> I've already forgotten the ones you just said, but those are some... <laughs> Moana, I mean... Moana, oh well, yeah. That's your shit. Those are just some fantastic movies. So, the recency... Not recency bias, but anyway, what they've done most recently is um, just one hit after another, and not just like entertaining family movies, but really high quality stuff, in my opinion. But yeah, I think that I'm excited for that one. Seems really cool. Yeah, for me, Disney movies are still a big deal. Like, yeah. there's not a ton. Like, Disney doesn't. They're not oversaturating the market. You know, like Star Wars is doing right now, right? When mm -hmm. they don't come out every year. Now, there might be a Pixar movie that comes out one year, and then the next year, a Disney animation studio movie comes out. It might be a couple years in between it. But for me, it's still a big deal. Yeah. So I'll still see it. Damien, you have no children. I have going to watch it? I have no children in the United States. <laughs> That's true. Um, but, so, yeah, I agree with I agree with all of that stuff about being excited about Disney. Um, and I believe this is Disney's first uh, like feature film that's centered around a Southeast Asian heroine. So there's some cool cultural importance, I think. Yeah, that's great. And it, uh, I know Aquafina is the voice of one of the main characters and um, Kelly Marie Tran of yeah. Star Wars fame and infamy uh, is the other, I think is the main character is Raya. She is right. And it, I mean, good for her because she unjustly like got crapped on right during Star Wars, which she's not terrible in those movies. She's not by far like the worst part of them. Yeah. So like, I'm glad she's able to, I guess, redeem herself. Not that she needs to, but I'm glad that she's coming out in something else that can showcase like, again, because she's not bad in Star Wars. Mm -mm. No, that character is not great, but none of the characters are, are well written and fleshed out in that trilogy. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Something I'm excited about, and I, I, I know Tyler's going to be like, eh, I'm unsure, is coming to America. Two. Coming to America, right? Isn't that exactly. where they're... Yeah. I, well, I mean, what, what are your thoughts? You tell me. What's How are you feeling about this a few months? It's coming out March 5th, it says, on Yeah, Prime. it's coming out in March. I think it's coming... Is it on Amazon? It's on it one of the Prime, streaming yeah. services. Yeah. Um, I'm... You know, again, it's documented how I feel about Eddie Murphy. I'll probably watch him in anything. Um, I was pleasantly surprised in the last movie he was in on Netflix, the Dolomite movie. Mm -hmm. The trailer looks funny. Like, it looks like it's going to hit a lot of the same notes that the original did. Obviously, it's not going to be the original, but I'm hoping that they can capture some of, of the charm. Uh, the chemistry between Arsenio Hall and, and Eddie Murphy is, is amazing in the first yes. one. I think that's why it works so well. 
And then, you know, you have things where they're playing multiple characters. They appear to be hitting all of those things. And they don't look crazy different. I mean, they look like they would look as if the time had passed, like they would normally mm-hmm. age. They don't look like significantly like plastic surgery or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. It could be terrible, but again, we don't get an Eddie Murphy movie that often. So I'll watch it. Yeah, I think seeing the trailer, the, the teaser trailer with the scenes of the barbershop folks yeah. again, that I think those scenes on, on their own will make it a quality movie and worth watching. Um, I'm a bit fearful that it's not going to be close to what it was because it's arguably the best movie, best comedy of the 80s. Yeah. One of the funniest movies I've I've seen. But there's a ton of great people in it from back then and, and current, uh, yeah. you know, more more recent um, comedians. And uh, so I'm, well, let, I'm excited for it, but cautiously optimistic. Let me ask you this. Have you watched the original like recently? It's been more than five years probably, but not... Semi-recently though, five yeah, years, had, I mean. Had, yeah. It's still, hold, for me, it still holds up. It's fantastic, yeah. So there's nothing, uh, that's why it makes me hopeful as well. It's mm-hmm. not something that's aged poorly. Right. So if you take those characters, you have like a semi-cohesive story or mm-hmm. just you put something together. I think that they can embody those characters again and be in that movie yep. and it'll still hit the right notes. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Damien? I have not watched this movie since I was probably a child and I definitely do not have the like emotional attachment to it. Yeah. I will definitely watch it, but I'm not. it's not on my list of things looking forward to and I'm not like super eager to watch it just because I don't know. I'd feel like why it's so old and <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, we know why, <laughs> like why do they make any, why do they, why do they expand on any of these universes or movies? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, to make, to make money. Of course. I mean, yes. They, if you yeah. were like really distilling it into brass tacks, like, yes, it's a business. Like, of yeah. course, what all of it's for money. Are, are you going to try, like, when you eventually see it, because I would imagine, especially with it being on Amazon, it's easy to consume. Like, you'll watch it at some point. Are you going to try to watch the original? Uh, That's a good question. Maybe one for both of you. Should I? Yeah. Yes. The original, I still think the original is great. And I don't think it is there. I don't think there's any, I don't think I'm biased about it because I have some nostalgia about it from when I was a child. Like, I still think it's funny. I but agree. That, yeah. yeah. There's, there are some lines I remember from my childhood. Um, that's the only really thing I remember about loving, loving about it from my childhood. Some of the standout lines, but watching it as I was older, there's just so much more appreciation. It's an Eddie Murphy comedy. That, so it's, it's, there's some, I don't want to say depth to it necessarily, but he's funny in a way that a seven year old can't really understand. So I think yeah. adults will appreciate this. Um, I think you'd like it. And uh-huh. he's, I think he's more of a, almost like a straight, straight guy in this. Yeah. Meaning like he's not, I don't think that's ever been his shtick where he's like over the top or anything, but he's playing it pretty straight where Arsenio Hall is the more, um, over the top one. And he's not even really over the top. When it gets over the top and it's, it works is when they're playing other characters and it's very small scenes. It's, you know, you get the barbershop scene for two minutes at a time. And those characters, which are or are parodies of who they're supposed to be, don't kind of wear out their welcome because they're only in the movie for a certain amount of time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. It's on the it's on it's on the app that we share, Damien. So I would suggest. Is it really? I'm I'm sure. Uh, 
If it's not, I can put it on there because I have the digital code. I think okay. it is. I don't. Yeah, I but, don't think it is, but I'll, I'll look uh, and I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot. Now, I'm, now my uh, yeah, now I'm more interested after hearing that. <laughs> it's. I mean, I love love. My favorite Eddie Murphy movie is Beverly Hills Cop, mm-hmm. and to me, it's it's there. Yeah. It's. It's more comedy. Beverly Hills Cop's obviously a little bit more of an action movie, but mm-hmm. it's it it hits all the notes, and Beverly Hills Cop still holds up to me. One and two. So, you gotta watch it, man. We mm-hmm. should let's do like a fucking TMG night. Oh my gosh! Okay. All right, the next movie on the list, which I have my doubts is actually going to come out this year, is uh, No Time to Die. So that's the the new 007. It's supposed to be the last of of Daniel Craig's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many movies he's made. Five. Mm-hmm. This will be the fifth of him being James Bond. So there's been a lot of back and forth if this movie is going to come out in streaming. If it's not, there was some reports that Netflix wanted to buy it, but but the studio wanted like seven hundred million dollars or some mm. nonsense for the rights to this. <laughs> um, I don't know. This was this was one of the original movies that came, was supposed to come out like right as the pandemic hit. I think it was supposed to come out in April or May of, of 2020, and they pushed it out immediately. Uh, I don't know if this movie's going to come out. It's a James Bond movie. I'm not super into James Bond. I like Daniel Craig, and I think he's done fairly well with the character. But I don't love any of them. I like uh, Casino Royale quite a bit, but that's really, I think, the only one. I don't know, man. I, I don't think I would go see this in the theater. If I can stream it on Netflix or something, I might watch it. But otherwise, I don't know. I kind of take it or leave it. What do you think, Damien? Yeah, I kind of agree. I, I do like James Bond just like as a character in a series of movies. And I do like right. Daniel Craig. And I think he has done a good job with it. But for whatever reason, I'm this is definitely not a movie I would go see in the theater. This is like a right. when it comes out streaming somewhere, you know, if I'm watching with a friend or the girlfriend or whatever, like I mean, one action thing on my throat on. Yeah. Are you at all interested like in the eventual, not reboot, I guess it's a reboot when they recast him. In them going like a complete different way than, you know, standard white Englishman? Yes. Yeah, me too. I think, I know I've, I've read that like Idris Elba is somebody that they've thought about. I think that could be really cool. Um, I know they've talked about having a female as the lead. I think that could be cool as well. Take yeah. it in a complete different direction. And maybe that would spark my interest more in seeing it. Agreed. But just, it's just... Yeah, a yeah, new it, take. I, I see this and then I watch Mission Impossible. I don't really care for either franchise a lot. But Mission Impossible seems a little more fun. Mm-hmm. Like James Bond seems yeah. to take itself now a little bit too serious, where Mission Impossible seems has the right amount of like fun and serious, not fast and furious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. Tyler, are you in for this? I am, yeah. Um, I think there's a few things. I'm also not I'm not a huge Bond person. I've enjoyed some of the movies over the years. Yeah. Um but you're right. I think compared to Mission Impossible, it's this feels more buttoned up. I guess it's because it's maybe it's British and they're a bit more stuffy in some ways. Um, but I do think that two things with this new one draw me in, and it's uh, the director Kerry Fukunaga, who was in at this at the lead at the helm of uh, season one of True Detective, maybe season right. two as well. Right. But of one of the best and most well done TV series I've seen in a long time. But then also they did a rewrite of the script somewhere along the way and um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge came on. Right. I don't know the level of her involvement, but everything she touches is pretty fantastic. So I'd imagine that might take care of some of that more serious 
uh, tone, it might, sure. it might, you know, infuse some of her humor into it. And I think that would make it even more enjoyable. So it's, it's a fun movie. Uh, most of you know, bond movies are fun or there, there's something to look at at least. They're sure. not always great, but I think this is uh, one to look forward to. Not at the top of my list, but yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely, not, I don't think it'll be bad. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I, for right. whatever reason, that franchise, and I'm just not like a big action movie guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Phoebe Waller-Bridge being involved is is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I believe like uh, Anna de Armas from mm-hmm. Knives Out is one of the, the, I don't think she's a Bond girl. I think she's has more depth in the movie to that. So that's, I'm interested in that because she was so good in Knives Out and she was mm-hmm. so good in uh, the last Blade Runner movie. So I'm interested in that. But yeah, I don't. I just don't know that I would go see it. But again, I, I would probably watch it if it, you know, streaming somewhere. Pre-COVID, would you have gone to see? The, well, you would have gone to see no. this in the theater for no. No, I haven't seen the last no. couple in the theater. It, okay. it would. So pre-COVID, pre having a kid, yeah. maybe like if I had time to do it. Sure. Um, but certainly, like, I mean, you can attest to it. You have a kid. You have a finite amount of time, and I'm not going to to see this. <laughs> Damien, when he's in Japan, he knows what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> All right, so the next movie on my list that is, again, I said it, I think, last pod, last time we did this, I'll say it again now, is probably the movie I'm most excited for this year, is A Quiet Place 2. Mm. Um, this is one I certainly would have seen in the theater. We talked about it, I believe, on our pod, which is like one of the, my favorite ones we've done, Tyler and I, is the movie theater experience pod, mm-hmm. where Damien and I saw it together, and it was a, such a fun experience where it was, nobody talked, nobody was like opening chips or... <laughs> fucking nachos Tyler like everybody was tense through that whole movie and it felt like we were all kind of experiencing something at the same time and it was a super cool I thought experience um, so this makes me sad that I won't get to, to have that again this year because this is supposed to come out in March no chance obviously uh, or excuse me April no chance theaters are going to be open in my area by that time true so this is I, this, this is one I feel like I remember when Krasinski delayed it last, whatever. Yeah, th- it was right. Uh, they had the premiere for this, like the red carpet premiere oh, wow. before COVID. So this was one of the ones that was supposed to come, that was, you know, getting ready to come out. I wonder if he would delay it in order for it to have the theater experience. Do you, Damien, do you think this is a movie that needs the theater experience to be what it can be? I don't think so. I think that this is a movie that could be suited very well to like being at home on the couch with the lights off and like, mm-hmm. you know, nothing else going on. Um, and it could be still a very uh, enjoyable movie to watch. I, I, I would also think, I don't know what the budget was for this. I know the first one wasn't, by far wasn't an indie movie, but was not yeah. a big budgeted movie. I would assume this is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think they have that kind of issue as well. I don't think they're going to have an issue where, you know, if they sell it to a streaming service for not James Bond, $700 million, like, I don't think it'll be an issue for this movie. Yeah. But I'm excited. I know, I know, I know Damien's excited. Tyler? For sure. Yeah. This is a great movie. Um, And I think it seems like with uh, basically everybody back and they're going to pick up where they left off, I would hope. So it's, uh, or more or less where they left off. Yeah, very yep. excited about this one. And you're adding Killian Murphy from yeah. you know any number of, of stuff, but uh, Peaky Blinders, like he's fantastic. So mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm super in. 
Let's hope it's not shit. <laughs> All right. So the next movie is Black Widow. Again, a movie we talked about last year. All indications show this movie is going to come out on Disney+. Plus. It's just a matter of if they're going to charge you $30 to watch it like they did with Mulan. Mm-hmm. After what they're showing, after like all the numbers that are coming out from HBO and what Wonder Woman did and even Soul, which came out on mm-hmm. Disney Plus and they did not charge a premium amount, I don't think they're going to do it for this. You don't think they'll charge a premium amount? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Because HBO, right. there was a report I was reading, I think Hollywood Reporter, HBO and Soul both showed like a significant increase in subscriptions, which you would expect, right? But a lot of people might be doing the the free, the free mm-hmm. two-week trial. But then the a number of the percentage of how many of those people then subscribed for an additional month was nice. something like, you know, I forget what it was. It was a, a huge percentage. It was well over 50%. Uh, so they made, they, they did okay with that. So I would think they're going to probably use the same model for this movie. I'm excited kind of for this. Like I'll watch it. And the reason I'll watch it, I'm not a big Marvel fan, but it looks more like and I said earlier, I'm not an action movie guy, so this is going to kind of contradict myself, but it feels like more of a an action movie than a standard like Marvel quote-unquote superhero movie. It might feel more like the first Iron Man or even like the first Captain America, not so over-the-top space fucking invaders coming down, blue light, they got to stop the blue light, like standard Marvel bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. Tyler? Yeah, I th- I, I'm now recalling that I saw the trailer for this um, when before it was supposed to be released, and it did seem entertaining. I think Marvel does really well um, in terms of it, it knows how to make a good and entertaining movie, even though most of them have their flaws and just a bunch of shit exploding at the end for the last 30 sure. minutes. But to get there, it's still an enjoyable ride. So I think that this is one I would say I'm excited about. Um, there's good people in it. Uh, I like, yeah. I, I guess I, I still like Scarlett Johansson. I feel like this character sure. hasn't. There's not been a ton of, a ton to her. I guess in the in the Avengers movies, but I guess that's by design, and so this is supposed to remedy that. So I, I guess I'm excited for this in some way. Well, my assumption would be so she died obviously in the last Avengers movie, and they've mm-hmm. made no indications that they're bringing her back like they have with Loki or any of the other characters. So my assumption is that Florence uh, Florence Pugh will mm-hmm. take over that character oh, okay. as her sister will end up being a new version of Black Widow. That's my assumption because of the star that she is now. She's, She's awesome. you know, a, a rising star and in yeah. a, a ton of critically acclaimed stuff and is great yeah. in a bunch of stuff. So my assumption is they would bring her in to do that. Cool. Damien, do you care about Black Widow? I wish I did. I don't though. I feel like the character, there is opportunity for there to be a cool story given that she right. isn't really a superhero right she doesn't have exactly. like powers or anything so there could be something very cool that happens that's more like gritty but knowing that it's a marvel film they're gonna mm-hmm. fit it in with the marvel theme i feel like it's just gonna be bad and that's kind of what you were saying with no superpowers that's why i feel like it could be like the first not it's not gonna be the first iron man like it's just not yeah but i feel like it has the opportunity to be a similar tone to mm-hmm. it it could be. I think. I mean, they just had they hadn't um, created the Marvel formula yet when Iron Man came out, and there's a very sure. clear formula at this point, and I think they're just going to follow it. Yeah, but then you have the outliers like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Which they had the formula at that point, and that is such a wacky fucking movie with no story. Like that story sucks, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, that movie came out of nowhere, um, but this sure. is like already a very well established character. Yeah, 
my my hope is that the talent that are in it is going to lend themselves like David Harbour's in it, Rachel Weisz, like that talent because they're all good actors will lend itself to a better movie. But again, I might just be talking out of my ass. Maybe. I think this is going to be the first movie besides Bond that people are going to be like, fuck, I wish I could see it in a theater though. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Of this list, at least we're talking about. Uh, so right into the second movie, or in the next movie, I think is another movie people are going to wish they were the theater for is Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> Whatever you feel about these movies, they're like spectacles in the theater though. Like the last... Godzilla movie I only wanted to see so they could like fuck me up in the theater and like the Dolby theater sound visuals it was shit movie it was terrible but like I just wanted to experience like the spectacle of it and I think that's why like I'm gonna miss not going to the theaters for this movie Tyler like I don't think I would watch this at home did somebody on the podcast said that King of the Monsters was a really entertaining movie. Was that you, Damien? You saw it on a plane or something? Mm, maybe. I saw it on a plane. Sounds like me, <laughs> but I don't remember if I saw that movie. Weren't you going to start giving ratings like... He was. What? Like, I'd watch it on a plane. I did for a or while. something like that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, somebody... I haven't seen the, the previous um, movies in this series here. It doesn't interest me. Those other ones didn't. Somebody, again, along the way said that they were really entertaining and enough fun to watch. So I get that, it, Anthony, you might wish you could see this in a theater. Sure. But this movie does nothing for me. Even, yeah, I don't know. I'm out. I, I don't disagree that the movie wouldn't do anything for you. I just, again, think like the visual. Skull sure. Island is not a terrible movie. Okay. Never so that's that. the one with like Brie Larson, mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston. It's not bad. The Peter Jackson one that came out right. way before is is atrocious. Yeah. Yeah, but Skull Island's not terrible. Okay. Which I think I think Skull Island is in this universe. I think that's that's supposed to be the Godzilla or the the King Kong that's going to be in this, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damien, would you watch this on a movie? Or which I'll watch this on a movie. Would you watch this on a plane? No, I definitely wouldn't watch it on a plane because the only reason to watch this would be for the spectacle and you're not going <laughs> to yeah. get that on a, you know, 8 or 10 inch screen. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're going to. Yeah. Uh, next movie, which I had no idea was supposed to come out this year, is Cruella, which is another, mm-hmm. you know, I, it, it's not a live, I, it, can you consider this like a live reboot by Disney based that it's not, it's not, a, it's not 101 Dalmatians, Dalmatians, and they've already made a live version of this movie with Glenn right. Close. That's right. So like, what is this? Is this a reboot? Is it a sequel? Is it some, like a standalone? Emma Stone's in it. She's enjoyable, I guess. I'm not interested in this movie, but I know a lot of people are. Tyler? Uh, Emma Stone's more than just an, I guess, enjoyable character or actor. I think she's pretty great in in most things. Um, She, this is probably going to be a terrible movie. Mm -hmm. It's a money grab. (laughs) I think a lot of what Disney Disney does with its remakes or reboots of these classic animated movies are not worth watching. Maybe this is... I didn't see the the Glenn Close version um, in the 90s, but maybe this will be different enough from the original 101 Dalmatians. It could be good, but I, I I doubt I'll watch it. Like, do you need an origin story a la like Maleficent about Cruella de Vil? That's a that's a good point. I didn't really like Maleficent, um, and I thought it, and I thought I would, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, Damien. 
Uh, I totally agree with Ty on the on the money grab thing. I feel like this movie, the only reason it, it exists is so that Disney has some cash flow to fund the studios to make Ride in the Last Dragon. <laughs> Which comes out first. Well, I just mean in general, like these movies versus those movies. This movie is going to make a lot more money than, than any animated random movie that comes out in, in March, unfortunately. Sadly. Maybe. I I mean... Emma, Emma Stone is still a semi-draw. Yeah. I mean, Tyler just said how much he he uh, he enjoys her. And it's a tried and true. All of these reboots make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Aladdin made a billion dollars. Aladdin. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's, that's why it's a money grab. They know it's going to be, they know it's going to be a way to generate income so they can fund these things that are harder to pitch. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be hard to, to, to catch a bill when it's not coming out on, uh, not coming out in theaters though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, next movie, The French Dispatch. So that's the the ne- next Wes Anderson movie. I'm in. Like, it, I don't I don't care who's in it. I don't care what the story's about. Who like, is I'm in gonna it? I'm going to see it. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Ray Fiennes is in it. I know. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bill Murray's in it. A lot of he works with a lot of the same actors. Right, right. But yeah. uh, Timothy Chalamet, I believe, is the is the lead in it. Oh, cool. But I'm in. Doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, he made a movie about dogs, and he made a movie about a fox, and I was in. Which of those two, rank those two from best to, to next best? Isle of Dogs yeah. is my favorite out of those two. But Fantastic Mr. Fox is enjoyable, mostly yeah. because of Bill Murray. Right. But I like the story of Isle of Dogs much more. Yeah. Damien? Yeah, I would agree. Isle of Dogs is incredible. Yeah. Are you excited about this? Yes, absolutely. So I'm same thing. I saw Wes Anderson. Uh, cool. I don't need. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Tell me when I can watch it. And you don't. This is not a movie you have to go see in the theater. No, and absolutely I probably not. wouldn't see it in the theater. No, absolutely not. Tyler. Yeah, I'll see it for sure wherever they tell me to. Um, he's great. Yeah, I think he is. He's one of those. He, obviously, he's got such a unique style that anybody who likes his movies will see the next one, no matter what it is. Yeah, he's the, he's the draw. It's like yeah. Scorsese for me. Like he's the draw. Like I'll go see a Scorsese movie. It doesn't matter who's in it. Right. Yeah. Cuz I have faith that he's going to bring uh an original story. Obviously Scorsese's not writing most of his stuff, but he's going to br- he's going to he's going to create, you know, a universe, the direction, and then he's mm-hmm. going to get performances out of actors yep. that you might not get from other directors. We should when's that Wes Anderson episode coming up on this pod? Like a career retrospective? Yeah. I don't know that we're like artsy enough to do that justice sure we are just talk about what fucking movies we like who cares <laughs> all right i'll put it on the list we got a lot of weeks this year turns out <laughs> turns out <laughs> it feels like there's probably more weeks in a, this year just because of the nature of how long this year is going to take <laughs> but i'm pretty sure that's just in my mind i think it is yeah i think so all right next movie ghostbusters afterlife so just real quick, we are 45 minutes into this pot, this pod, and that's only the 10th movie we're talking about. So we might Ooh. need to speed this up yeah. a little bit. Let's go. All right, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm in because of the IP. Ivan Reitman's son's directing it. I'll give it a shot. I don't need to see it in the theater, though. Tyler? Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm iffy on theater or not, but this is definitely, I mean, you got to see every Ghostbusters movie, don't you? I mean, you didn't have to see the last one. I saw it. It was, it was pretty good. I saw it. I'm just saying you didn't have to. Gotcha. Okay. You don't have like to do anything. Like it looked bad and yeah. it was bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damien. 
Yeah, same thing. Like I'm I'm in because of Ghostbusters. Uh we'll see. Okay. Next movie, Top Gun Maverick. I think we've all talked about this movie. Somehow we've talked about this on this podcast like multiple times. I don't know how. I'm in. I'm going to watch it. I think it's going to be terrible. I don't know that there's enough meat on that bone to make a sequel to Top Gun. But just for the spectacle of the crew actually flying the planes and like what it looks like, they've done fucking behind the scenes shit about this movie already and this movie hasn't come out. Like I'm in. Super in. And the fact that Tom Cruise is just fucking yelling at people all the time on set now, I'll see his shit even more. Damien? Yeah, I could not agree more. It's probably going to be terrible. Uh, and But, yeah, Tom Cruise screaming at people, um, you know, nostalgia, the whole thing, like I'm in. It, it might be terrible, but I guarantee you the action scenes are going to be good. For sure. For sure. If they made those scenes look that good in the 80s, they're going to look amazing now. Yes. Because they're doing that shit. Tyler? Yeah, 100% in. I'm not certain it's going to be a terrible movie. I think it could be good. Absolutely. Uh, I know nothing about like who who's directing, who's who wrote it. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll be fun. I'm not certain the original Top Gun is a good movie. Oh. <laughs> I enjoy the shit out of it, but yeah. I'm not certain it was a good movie. I think it's fantastic action scenes with some go. questionable dialogue and acting and a lot of probably... sweaty dudes. A lot of sweaty <laughs> dudes, a lot of flexing. They are always wet in that movie. They're they glistening are. at all times in that movie. A lot of high fives, too. A lot of high fives, a lot of aviators, a lot of fucking ninja motorcycles. All right. Yep. Next movie, I'm not going to see. I'm just saying it right now. Space Jam, A New Legacy. <laughs> I'm not doing my, my guy Michael Jordan dirty by watching this movie. Damien? No. Zero chance I'm watching this. And I love the first Ta- Space Jam. Yeah. Absolutely. I haven't seen that. That's one of those movies that I'm terrified to go back and watch. It, I mean, it's, it was always a bad movie. It was a good movie because you were 12 and, and you loved Michael Jordan. It was for sure like 16. Really? Um, yeah, it's, it had to be 95, 96. Okay. Because he yeah. had the Jordan 11s on. Okay. He had the black Jordan 11s. Okay. Um, it wasn't good, you're right, but it was still, like there's still something amazing about Michael Jordan playing basketball with fucking Bugs Bunny and Bill True. Murray. True. Guess what it's not going to be anymore? Amazing with LeBron James playing basketball with whoever he's playing basketball with. <laughs> It's not, it's just not, yeah. it's not going to be cool. True. It's not Michael Jordan. It's not. Tyler, you're going to watch it though with the kids. 1000%. We'll watch this the day it opens. Yeah. In the theater. I don't know. See, <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, there's, I'm not getting back on the science here, but there's no vaccine for kids. I'm not bringing any kids to the theater this year. I'm going by <laughs> myself, damn it. But you'll bring back the vaccine. You'll bring back the virus no, home. Oh man. God, read that article. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> I can't read the fucking article. All right, uh, Jungle Cruise. Again, we've talked about this. I'll see it because of my undying um, love and whatever for Emily Blunt. I just think she's so talented. I'll see it. It is going to be atrocious, but I'm hoping that she is decent enough and has a few moments that I'm just like, this is why I'm watching this movie. Damien? No. I I love Emily Blunt as well. I think that she is a phenomenal actor. I had absolutely zero desire to watch this. Even if it's on Disney Plus for free, I do I do not have a Disney Plus subscription. Uh, if I send you my password and log in, <laughs> I would kindly refuse. Mm. Tyler, you send that straight to the junk folder. Uh, I would. Um, <laughs> I think this has a good chance of being the worst movie of the year. By what measurement, though? By 
any minute, like just Rotten Tomatoes scored or whatever. I think this is this has potential to be like epically bad. It looks so you terrible. Have, you have two. You have bookends for right. Disney ride movies. You have Pirates Caribbean, which is good. Yeah, the first one is good. Sure, yeah, and then you have the Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy, which is a fucking train wreck. <laughs> Uh-huh. So where does it fall? <laughs> where does it fall in that? Closer to Haunted it, Mansion, for sure. But it can't be as bad as the Haunted Mansion. Probably not, no. Because, I mean, The Rock is an entertaining actor. Emily Blunt is, of course, good, like you guys said. It just looks horrendous. I think this is going to be a you. terrible movie. I'm with you. But sometimes The Rock comes around, and, and I, I enjoy shit like the first, the first of the sequels to Jumanji. Yeah. I didn't see the second one. Right. I thought it was going to be terrible. And I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yep. All right. Next movie, The Suicide Squad. I checked this like three times because I didn't like. Why are you? Why is it the Suicide Squad? <laughs> but apparently, it's the Suicide Squad. Look, we all know how terrible the first one was, right? Atrocious, train wreck. I have no idea what they're doing with this one. Is it a hard reboot? Is it a soft reboot? You have a few of the same characters in it, with the same actors playing them. But it's a completely different cast, and it appears to be more of the traditional look and feel and characters of the comics. And James Gunn wrote and directed it. Hmm. There's no. no I'm just looking this up. There's no Will Smith. No Will Smith. Oh. Uh, the only characters I, that are coming back, I believe, are Margot Robbie and Jai Courtney. Hmm. I think everybody else is different. There's there's no Will Smith, but there's no his character's not in it. Gotcha. Damien, are you going to watch this? No, definitely not. I was just looking at, at Google. The like uh, synopsis there sort of amused me. It just says the further adventures of Harley Quinn, Rick Flagg, and their team of assembled supervillains. Like it yeah. literally just says like, eh, the fucking next chapter. <laughs> yeah. doing more stuff. But that's the thing. I don't know if it is the next chapter because it's not, it doesn't look like the same tone. It doesn't look. It's the same characters, obviously, but I don't know if it has if it's going to like go in the same. If it picks up where this where where like the last Harley Quinn movie ended. Yeah, I, I think I like for me it just is like here's the next thing, not necessarily like Got the it. next chapter of the same story or the same sure. you know style they were doing it before. I'll probably watch it because Nathan Fillion's in it, who's obviously from Firefly and Serenity, and I think he's funny and charming, and I pretty much like him in everything he's in. So I'll watch it because he's in it and just see like what performance he gets. James Gunn, again, gave us the first Guardians. Nobody thought that was going to be good, so maybe he can make this good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll probably try it. It's not something I'm going to, like, seek out. You know, uh, I certainly wouldn't go to the theaters. Certainly wouldn't join a subscription service just to watch this. But I'll seek it out at some point. All right, Damien, the next movie I have on here is Candyman. We've talked about this movie at length. I'm going to watch the shit out of this movie. <laughs> This, this is up there for like one of the most anticipated for me of the year. Yeah, I have a for me it's a tie of the top two most anticipated movies of this year, um, between A Quiet Place Two and Candyman. Hmm. It's it's probably top five for me. There's there's something later on my list that I want to see more than than this, but right under A Quiet Place. But it's up there. But again, this is either going to be really good or atrocious. Yes. But I'm 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 hopeful based on writer, director, producer. Yeah. The star, it looks, the one trailer we got mm-hmm. looked equal parts terrifying and intriguing and a, a completely different take on it. So I'm in. Tyler? Yeah, 1,000%. Um, I think 
that was the list I looked at was talking about some movie. It's a horror movie. I think Edgar Wright is directing it um, with Anya Taylor Joy. And I thought I'm just not I'm not into horror movies. I'm not going to see that one. And then I scrolled down and saw Candyman. Oh fuck! I'm seeing the shit out of that too. It's so. funny that you just mentioned that because that movie you just mentioned is the movie I want to see second most of the whole year. Oh, my bad. Yeah, but we'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> You're going to watch Candyman, though. You don't yes. really like horror movies. I don't, but this is, like you said, the trailer looked good, and it's from my childhood, and I got to gotta follow through. All right, fair enough. But not with Space Jam. Childhood, got to follow through. Fuck that movie, but you're, you're down for Candyman. I respect that. Thank you. All right, a movie called 3,000 Years of Longing. Hmm. I had no idea what it was. I, I saw it on a couple lists. Idris Elba's in it, which I'm I'm a fan of Idris Elba. But it's written and it's I I think it's written. I don't know if it's going to be directed by George Miller, the guy who does oh yeah uh, all of the Mad Max stuff or the the most recent Mad Max stuff. And it's supposed to still be in that universe. So I'm in. All nice. I need to know is who's directing, who wrote it, and Idris Elba's in it. That's all I know, and I'm in. Damien, are any of those things enough to get you to watch this? Yeah, Idris Elba alone is probably enough. But the Mad Max thing, you throw that on there as well, and I'm in. Is there going to be someone on the back of a truck with a big ass, or the front of a truck with a big ass guitar that shoots flames out of it in this movie? We can only hope. <laughs> I gotta watch that movie again. I haven't watched it since you and I watched it that that one time. I gotta watch it. Again. I watched it like like maybe a month ago or something like that. It's so good. In 4K, you watched it. Yeah, not in 4K, um, but I streamed it through the highest quality that I was capable of. I got, I got the four day. I got the four K sitting over here. It's supposed to be amazing. I haven't put it in yet. I think it's a good time because like Nicolette hasn't seen it. I, I just think I need to like fuck her up with this. Movie. Yeah. Okay, Tyler, you're gonna see it. Yep, I'm in. And Never. you, we should all want to see. I'm assuming want to see this movie in the theater. Right. Yeah. What's the release date? Uh, September. Okay, we'll be there. And this looks like something that wasn't pushed out. Like it was always supposed to come out this year. So. All right, the next movie is The Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos prequel. Mm. I have already read, as I was doing this list, that they've actually already said this movie's going to get pushed out till the next year. Mm. Mm. Um, but just saying, assuming that, that maybe that doesn't happen, it does come out. Damien, you just watched The Sopranos. We had talked about it, I think, like John Barenthal, who played The Punisher, is in it. Um, but knowing that you just watched The Sopranos, would you be interested in a Sopranos prequel theatrical released movie yeah yeah absolutely i'm, I'm completely in uh had even i mean i guess it's difficult to say given that i saw the sopranos before but i feel like based on the trailer even if you didn't watch the sopranos this looks very interesting absolutely yeah i think that universe is something like you can just jump into and watch yeah. i don't think you have to have watched the sopranos and it's i mean we don't get it sounds ridiculous but we don't get a lot of like gangster movies yeah yeah and if they're well done I'm in like almost every single time. Mm -hmm. It's like a Western. If it's a well-done Western, I'm in. I'm in. Tyler. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about it. I, I know I've heard of it vaguely, um, but the list I'm looking at is a Rotten Tomatoes story from just Friday, last Friday. And it says opening on September 24th, simultaneous release on HBO max. So it seems like they're targeting this year. Cool. Awesome. I had, I thought I had read that if maybe it was something that if they couldn't get a theatrical release at the same time, they weren't going to do it. Yeah. Which some of the movies have tried to say that they're doing that. But, you know, when it, when they need to make money, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. All right. So the next thing on my list is Dune, which by all accounts is probably the biggest spectacle, biggest size movie that was coming out. And then Dennis Tyler, what's his last name? 
Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, who makes just everything he makes is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks the trailer looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it looks awesome. The scope looks crazy. The color palette, everybody who's in it, from like again Tiff, uh, Timothy Chalamet to to Oscar Isaacs, like it has so many good, relevant, like just good actors in it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in, man, and I'm, this is one of the ones I'm I'm genuinely bummed that we might not get to see in the theater. Damien. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'd agree with that. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm genuinely bummed not to get seen in the theater. Is this movie going to be good, or is it going to be the shitty one that Rob says he watches like every Sunday? Oh, I don't know. That's maybe a coin toss. Didn't he just tell us that, like on the last pod we recorded? Yeah, I feel like that was a pretty recent Rob take. Yeah, that was the episode that came out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so it would actually be yeah. Anyways, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, I think this, and again, this says October 1 release date. I think that's, like Damien said, maybe Q3. We're looking at some theaters. I think this is one where we could we could be there, man. So they have said, though, that this movie is already coming out on HBO Max. This is one oh. of the ones from Warner Brothers that they had said is coming out, and it's going to have the yeah. release, the simultaneous release. Okay. Yeah. So then it comes down to, yes, yeah, say we're in a better place in October, but I can click on my TV yeah, and watch yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Or I can go with some mouth breathers and maybe die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a it's a it's a it's a toss up. Yeah. All right, next movie, Morbius. I'm good, man. I don't need to see Jared Leto in a uh, in a vampire uh, Marvel movie. It, it's a Marvel movie, so we'll see. I'm sure it'll do well. Damien? No, yeah, I saw the trailer and I read a bit about it, and I have no interest. I mean, unless they have made. There is some rumors that that's when they're going to introduce Mahershala Ali mm. as Blade, like a cameo or whatever. Mm. That's cool. Like, I'm all about Mahershala. Mahershala. Like, I really want to see Blade. I don't know if that would be enough to get me to see this movie, though. Tyler? No, it seems really weird and unsettling. So I, I think I'm out. Okay. Are you just un- are you is it unsettling that that Jared Leto looks like that at fifty? I think I think that's what it is. I mean, well, All right. yeah, it just doesn't look like something I'm I'm into. All right, I they're they're it's the bottom of the barrel, like they're really scraping the bottom for mm-hmm. these characters, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next movie is The Last Duel. So this is a Ridley Scott movie. I don't know mm-hmm. what it's about. Matt Damon, Adam Driver, Jodie Comer, or Comer. Uh, based on who's directing it again, who's in it, I'm in. Damien? I did not hear about this one at all, so I just Googled it really okay. quickly. Based on nothing but what you said, um, being the director uh, of Ridley Scott and Adam Driver's in it, and Matt, did you say Matt Damon? Yep, Matt Damon I think is the star of it. Okay, yeah, I am I feel like I'm in. And I know you don't know who Jodie Comer, uh, Comer, I keep saying Cormer, Comer is, mm-hmm. but she's the... The lead from Killing Eve, which is a you know show that Tyler and I have asked you to watch a million times. Never heard of it. <laughs> cool. Never heard of it, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hadn't heard of this at all. But I mean, the cast list, Ridley Scott, that's enough to get me to want to see it r- right away. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure the scope of this movie is going to be again. You can like, you can dislike, like Prometheus and all of the the Alien movies that he's done recently. But again, he makes he makes big blockbuster. Yeah spectacle movies so 
Next movie, Mission Impossible 7. I think we all agree that, you know, we will all see the Mission Impossible movies. So I think we already talked about this. But Damien, you said you'd, you'd watch it, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm going to watch it at home. Definitely not going to the theaters. Sure. Tyler. Same thing. Yeah. It's it's fun enough to watch, but not in a hurry to go see it someplace. Okay. So the, the next movie on my list, I saw it and I was like, no movie has seemed more Rob and Tyler than this. Like, this is your guys' shit. And it's a movie about Elvis. Oh. And it's directed by Baz Luhrmann. Oh, okay. And that's all I think you need to know, Tyler. <laughs> I thought you were so going Tom, I thought you were going a different direction. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll watch no. Baz Luhrmann. I, I just think an Elvis movie directed by Baz Luhrmann, you, you have like hopes that it's going to be Moulin Rouge. I mean, few, and Tom Hanks is in it. Few movies can reach that level of quality, but oh, Tom Hanks is in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not spoiler alert. Not as Elvis. Oh, <laughs> good. As Elvis's manager. That's a good thing. Yeah, Austin Butler is playing Elvis, who I know him from some stuff, but he was most recently in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he played the guy who goes to kill Brad Pitt with the two the two mm, ladies. Yeah. He's good. He's a good actor. He's he's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's younger. I, th- I think it's an interesting casting that they went with someone who's a little more unknown. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we'll see. I think yeah. I, Damien, would you... I have no idea who that that guy is, so I just googled him, and I think just based on how he looks, he could be perfect. Yeah. 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 Tom Hanks is that's a, that seems like a weird choice to put in a Baz Luhrmann movie. Right. He just doesn't feel like he fits Baz Luhrmann ish uh-uh. shit. But Damien, do you want to go see a movie about Elvis directed by Baz Luhrmann? No. I'm kind of with you. Really? Yeah. No desire. I'm okay. not I'm not a big Baz Luhrmann guy, man. Like Romeo and Juliet was cool in like 96 in high school. Mm-hmm. I haven't cared for it. His stuff is too Obviously he's very stylized, but his mm. shit is really wacky too. Like it's I don't wacky. take any of it serious. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet, by the way, is shit. That's a bad movie, even though it looks <laughs> it, it, cool. Dude, again, in 96 it was awesome. Yeah. Right. But I don't know if it's good now. It's I, not. I couldn't tell you. It's not. I, I, I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, what what was it? Great Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. He did was terrible. Yeah. He did. I I do not like Moulin Rouge. And I only know really those three. What else has he done? He I'm did a, Australia, which I didn't see. You're right. I mean, I don't really like his stuff either. I like it's neat looking. It's very pretty. <laughs> to, it's pretty to look at. But absolutely. Um, yeah, maybe I'm out. I think you're in. Okay, I'm in. I think Ashley's going to be in and you're in. She, I mean, there's no, I have no affinity or affection for Elvis. So that, I mean, that Elvis could be the deal. Elvis bangers, though. Yeah, kind of ripped off from, uh, from uh, some t- black artists. What? <laughs> okay, we, don't, we, we can get into that discussion <laughs> now or not. Regardless, bangers. Okay, you're not wrong. All right. All right, another next movie is a movie called Nightmare Alley. I don't know anything about this movie besides Bradley Cooper's in it. Kate Blanchett has my it, my my I'm piqued my interest, but Guillermo de, del Toro is the director, so I'm in. It doesn't again. He's one of the ones. Doesn't matter the story. It doesn't matter who's in it. Like I'm in. Super in. Dude has never let me down. So I'm I'm in. True. Damien. Yeah, I think for the reasons that you mentioned, plus this really quick note that I found that it's a psychological thriller, I could be in. Yeah, I mean, I usually don't care about who's in his movies because they're so stylized. They look 
so specific, the tone, the direction. But Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, especially Kate Blanchett, yeah. who is such a good actor who isn't in a ton of stuff. Yeah. I'm in. Tyler, why are you smirking? I just read the synopsis. I don't know if it's accurate, but it says it story revolves around a manipulative carnival hustler who hooks up with a female psychiatrist even more dangerous than he is. That sounds like the coolest idea for a story I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. It yeah. sounds a little bit like Joker and Harley Quinn. A little bit. Yeah. I'm so disappointed for years and years and years he is supposed to make a Haunted Mansion movie. Mm. Wow, And it's supposed to be like a horror movie based on the ride. And I couldn't be more excited. And it's every year. It's still rumored to happen, still rumored to happen. And it's just never happened. But I'm, I would be so pumped if he did that. Yeah. All right. Next movie, West Side Story. Tyler's in because it's Steven Spielberg. Rob is, Rob might already have tickets to see it. I don't know. Damien, are you in to see a West Side Story movie? Which I'm kind of surprised they're still doing based on what has happened to the lead actor. Ansel, what the hell's his Elgort. name? Anybody? Nope. Ansel um, Elgort? Yeah, the guy who was in Driver. Right. Based on all of his m- potentially trying to hook up with underage girls on oh, Twitter. Ooh. Mm. Hadn't heard I'm that. I'm kind of shocked that they're still actually coming out with this movie. Mm. But, yeah. Again, what, who am I? I'm not interested in this movie. Again, Steven Spielberg, we don't get a lot of his movies, but he's not, for whatever reason, the same draw to me as like a Scorsese is. Damien? Yeah, same thing. I have just have zero interest in watching this. I'll probably see it at some point, but it's not something I'm going to like rush out to see or even... It, it's something maybe that my wife will be like, hey, let's watch this. And I'm like, all right, down the road maybe. Tyler? I've never seen the original, so I don't know this. I mean, I know the idea of the story of West Side Story, but um, so that piqued my interest initially when it was announced however long ago. Then Spielberg, he, he doesn't do bad things really, so. Sure. Yeah, I'll see it. All right. Spider-Man 3. I'm good. Like, I'm I'm kind of burnt out on, I didn't see the second one. I don't really need to see this one. Damien? Yeah, same thing. I Burnt out is maybe the best way to put it. I just don't have any interest. Tyler. If it's not a Spider-Verse Spider-Man movie, get the fuck out. Dude, if it, it well, yeah, Spider-Verse 2 that's supposed to come out next year. Right. I mean, you already know. Yeah. If I could already have tickets to it, we all would have tickets to it. That's yeah. a different story, to be clear. Yes. Completely. That's not a Marvel property. Right. Completely different. And let me just be clear on this, too. That movie could be shit, and they could come out with a third one, and I would be pumped on it, too, <laughs> because of how much I like the first yes. one. Yeah. Like, I would still have faith that they wouldn't fuck up another one. Right. I would say probably for a fourth, too. Like, that's how much I love that first one. All right. Uh, the Matrix 4. I'm in. It's probably not going to be good. I'm super in. Damien? Wait, I, I thought I read something as I was reading about this that they officially pushed that to the following year. Mm. Could be. But the list I was looking at didn't have it on or had it on there. Could be. They had said that it was going to come out on HBO Plus or HBO Max, whatever the fuck it is. When they gave their whole list of movies like Dune oh, yeah. all that, this was on that list. So, interesting. Re- assuming it's coming out this year. Yeah, I mean, assuming it comes out this year, it's it's in the top three for sure. So this is kind of what I was talking about with Spider Verse, right? We all love the original yeah. so much. Yeah. Then the second and third one are not good. They're just not. I mean, they're semi enjoyable, but they're not good. But you're still pumped to see another one because the first one's so good. Yep. One hundred percent. Tyler. 
Yeah, same thing. I, I I have seen, I probably saw the second one twice. The third one I know I only saw once. I don't, didn't like it, but like you just said, the first one is enough to keep you coming back for however many more. So the the problem with 2 and 3 too is they're 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 aggressively like early 2000s yeah. meaning like the special effects are terrible yeah. now. Yeah. When you watch them now. Where the first one didn't have the same issues because right. there wasn't nearly as much CGI in the first one. Um that scene where Neo fights like the million mm-hmm. Mr. Smiths mm-hmm. is unwatchable really? because it looks like Damien and I did it. <laughs> it's terrible. All right, next movie, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Hmm. Denzel Washington's in it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually about Macbeth. I don't know if it's about something else. I don't know if it's about Shakespeare, but I'm in because Denzel Washington's in it. Damien? Yeah, same thing. The reason it's on my list is because of Denzel. I believe it it is based on um, the Shakespeare play, so it could be interesting. That's even better. Yeah, it could be interesting. We only have a finite amount of time to watch him, right? Because he's right. not young. Right. And he's arguably one of the – he's definitely arguably like one of the best actors of our generation, mm-hmm. if not of all time. Wow. What are you wowing about, Tyler? I mean, this is a co- – I mean, it's Joel Cohen. It's not – Ethan Cohen's not attached, but it, like Francis McDormand, Brendan Gleeson. Holy shit. Yep. Yep. So you're in. Yeah. Because you love Francis. And the Cohen brothers, hell yeah. What, what okay. Cohen brother – one of them, but it doesn't matter. Right. One of them's good enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of the movies I'm super excited about, and I think it comes out next month, is uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield. So I like Daniel a lot. Get Out was amazing. He was great in Widows. He's been good and stuff, but I love, love, love Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. So anything I think he's in, I'll probably watch now. So he's at that at that point for me wow. now. And maybe it won't be at some point, but for now, that's where he's at. Damien? Yeah. Basically, basically everything that you said, I 100% agree, for, agree with. I'm definitely in for watching this. Tyler? Yeah, this is in the top five of things I'm excited to watch this year. Very much near the top. It looks really great. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And I think it comes out in like relatively soon. Yeah. I don't have a date on here for whatever reason, but I thought it came out like in a couple of weeks or something. Yeah, it's soon, I think, yeah. I've certainly seen a lot of hype for it. I've seen trailers, yeah. like TV commercials, all that stuff. All right, Damien, something I put on this list just for you because I know you just want to get fucked up with Mortal Kombat or by Mortal Kombat. You're super in for this. It's on my list. I'm definitely going to see it. <laughs> so all I know is I read an article or I either saw like a, a quote or something from one of the actors that said they're like really leaning into the, the rated R. Mm. Ooh. And he specifically said like they're fucking things up with the with the fatalities. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you just take my money. Yeah. Because you, you're gonna watch it. Yeah, it's it, it, the likelihood that it's terrible is very very high, but I'm super in. So let me ask you this: It's not gonna be good, yeah. right? There's not a whole again. I don't know where the IP doesn't lend itself. I don't think to a feature film. No. But here's my question: Are the effects gonna be good? Or are they going to be like cartoony? Because if they're good, I'm in. If they're cartoony, it's going to be a terrible movie, regardless of the acting. Yeah, that's the only way this is a good movie is if the effects are on point. Like if if Sub-Zero is like fucking things up and it looks like Sub-Zero and it feels like Sub-Zero and Scorpion looks like it 
and it feels like him and the fucking spear that's coming out of it, the thing that's coming out of his hand. Like if all that stuff looks good, it's going to be enjoyable. Yeah, agreed. I, I would say like looks and and the sounds because the sounds were so such a big part of the game. Um, if if they can do those things right, even if the story and everything else is trash, like it'll still be an enjoyable watch. And you got to have that banger of a soundtrack like the first movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing theme song from yes. the first movie. Yeah. Tyler. I can't separate the idea of this movie from the one back in the day, which I just really didn't like at all. And so I, I think this is going to be terrible. You didn't like the first one? No, I didn't. I don't know why. Okay. I would I would urge you to watch it again and just enjoy it for its pure like cheese and nostalgia now. Okay. I probably won't. <laughs> That's fine. You should definitely watch Back to the Future 3 first. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the next movie on my list is actually my second most anticipated movie of the year is Last Night in Soho. So Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright is another director that pretty much anything he makes, I'm super in, just based on Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, uh, Driver, At World's End, or what is, is it At World's End? I always forget if that's the name of it or if that's the name of the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Anyways, the third in the trilogy with Simon Pegg and, uh, and that crew. And then it's got Anya Taylor-Joy. And she is definitely on my top list of anything she's in I'll watch. So I'm in. I have no idea what this movie's about. They're very vague on the synopsis. It appears to be it might be some sort of a horror movie, but they're super, super vague about things. Even like the photos that they've released are... Maybe it's like a period piece where it's like Mm. in the 70s almost. You can't even tell from that. It looks like it could be. Anyways, I'm rambling. Damien? Yes. uh, Psychological horror and Anya Taylor-Joy in. Super in. Tyler. Yeah, and coming up soon, April, so that's uh that's exciting. Something good to look forward to quickly. I mean it was supposed to come out last year, so I'll I'll wait till we get a little closer to uh to April to see if it's gonna come out. True. All right, next movie, movie called Free Guy, which is Ryan Reynolds, Jody Cormer again. Comer, Cormer, I keep saying Cormer. I don't know, man. The trailers look like it could be fun ish as like a goof to watch. It's not something I would really want to seek out. It looks like a, a more serious not as over-the-top version of, of Guns Akimbo, mm. which I kind of liked that movie. Um, so I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it at some point, but it's not something I'm, I'm like super jacked to watch right when it comes out. Tyler, what do you think? Yeah, the trailer, Guns Akimbo is a great comparison, at least from a trailer's perspective. It was very loud, everything happening and exploding <laughs> and being shot at. I right. didn't. I, it seems like it could be entertaining for sure. Uh, I'm not really pumped on it, but I'll, I'll see it if eventually. Okay. Damien? I think I saw or read something briefly about this, and I pretty quickly passed it. It's essentially like AI in a video game that becomes self-aware. Yeah. Passed. Like he realizes he's in a game and he needs to figure out how to, how to get out of it or how to change it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Seems like a story they've done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And guess who Ryan Reynolds is going to play? Mm. Ryan fucking Reynolds. What? So he... No, I mean, <laughs> I, no, he's going to oh, play somebody named Guy, okay. hence the movie's called Free Guy. But I'm saying he's going to be the same character he is in every fucking For movie. For sure, yeah, okay. It'd be awesome if they just named him Ryan Reynolds. That's what I thought. Like, what's the difference, really? <laughs> so... It... All right, next movie is a movie that is going to be in the... Uh, another... 
uh, entry into the long list of movies that had a great IP of a video game and just fucking sucked. And it's going to be Uncharted. And it's going to break my heart because that series of games is some amazing storytelling, like legit riveting storytelling by Naughty Dog. And they're going to fuck this movie up because Mark Wahlberg is in it as Sully. And that's the worst casting of all time. Mm. And somehow Tom Holland is going to play Nathan Drake. I'm out. I'm super out, but I'm not really out. I'll watch it. But I feel like I'm out. Damien? Yeah, I'm I'm going to watch it. But like casting alone, there's no way this movie is not a train wreck. Zero. Zero chance. Yeah. Which is such I a shame. I have much more. F- yeah, I have, yeah, because it's, again, four games that are brilliant storytelling. I have much more faith that Last of Us on HBO will be better. And they haven't even cast that yeah. yet. Tyler, do you know nothing about Uncharted? Know nothing about it. I thought for a moment you were talking about The Last of Us, which you've convinced me that I should be excited about. So I am, but not about this one. I couldn't care less. So Last of Us will be a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncharted essentially has like a real Indiana Jones vibe. Okay. Tomb Raider vibe, but much deeper storytelling. Okay. Naughty Dog makes like amazing, amazing games. Yeah. Naughty Dog made last of us okay so it's a studio game studio that makes like their storytelling their gameplay isn't isn't like crazy the people don't love the games because their gameplay is like revolutionary Mm. like grand theft auto is right or red dead redemption was it they love these games because of the stories and the character development Mm. and how you get attached to the characters cool so if you have that already i don't know how you can fuck it up but clearly they did just by casting mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Because Sully in the movie is like a 65-year-old dude. <laughs> in the game. Or in the in the, in the the game, yeah. And then they cast Wahlberg. Wow. So. All right. Next. Uh, so I only have a few more here. Ho- uh, Halloween Kills. Again, I, I'm, Halloween is my favorite horror movie. Top 10 movies of all time. I didn't love the last Halloween movie. I'm going to watch this just for sheer, like, I'm into the series. I'll watch it. It's probably not going to be good. The last one wasn't great. Damien. I already know how you feel about it. Yeah, I'm. I have no interest to watch this. This is a movie that I think I would only watch if I was down there and like you and I had nothing to do, and you know, COVID wasn't a thing. And you're like, "Hey, you want to go watch Halloween?" Yeah. I say, "Sure, like let's go." But I'm definitely not going to go like on my own. Fun fact: I think this is the last movie you and I saw together. I think the yeah, la- the, you're the right. Last one. Yeah. All right, Tyler. Nope, I haven't had an interest in a Halloween movie. And <laughs> nope. Decades, so but I mean, you are the person they are making this movie for, basically. So that's the good. last one made a shit ton of money, dude. Yeah, and is actually like fairly well. Uh, it's pretty critically acclaimed. Mm. Like it got really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and things, and it has a, there is a, a a bit of a a cool factor that Jamie Lee Curtis did come back as a heroine, especially you know in her sixties, which Hollywood never does. Right. It's so cool. it was cool that that year they did that. I think they also either that year or the next year did the Terminator movie with Linda Hamilton. Okay. So it was really cool to see like, you know, that demographic getting some more shine. For which sure, yeah. they don't. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was was not terrible in it. Mm. The story just wasn't great. Oh, okay. And it was really violent. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it was like super, super, super violent. Damien, didn't that dude get his head like stomped like a fucking like a pumpkin? That sounds vaguely familiar, but I would say overall the movie was so forgettable to me that I, I don't even recall. 
do you remember the guy going into like the highest security prison ever? This, the guy making a podcast, getting access to Mike Myers and literally bringing the mask in and getting to taunt him with it, to scream at him. I do the remember cops, that. All the, the, the guards were just like, yeah, eh, yes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Seemed like a weird premise, like a weird start to the story. Yeah. All right. But I mean, he was, the whole movie is about them making a fucking podcast. That's like the catalyst. So I'm just saying, yeah. give us some shine. <laughs> All right, Snake Eyes. <laughs> anybody, anybody care about mm. Snake Eyes? Nope. Damien Samara Weaving's in it. Um, this is the GI Joe thing, right? I mean, is there another Snake Eyes? I don't know. I'm just like I'm yes, trying to remember. It's, it's the Snake Eyes specific GI Joe property. I don't know if it's his own story. I would imagine because it's called Snake Eyes, it'll be his story. Right. You saw the gentleman, yes? Yes. Okay. The guy who is playing Snake Eyes is Dry Eye. In the oh, gentleman who's got it. the, yeah. So I th- that's kind of funny that he played Dry Eye yep. and now he's playing Snake Eyes. Henry Golding, super popular, crazy rich Asians. He was supposed to be great in that. Um, interesting casting. I don't know. I, I guess it could be interesting if they lean into like making it a a legit action kind of kung fu R rated movie and not these shit GI Joe movies they made. Right. But it's probably not going to be good. Yeah, likelihood that it's good is probably very very low. Tyler? No, I think I remember saying on last year's episode of this podcast, um, yeah, no interest at all. It just doesn't seem... I, I, I like Henry Golding enough, Samara Weaving, really good and ready or not, but eh, the, the movie doesn't interest me. All right, so I got four more here. So we have Eternals, which is the big Marvel movie, which I didn't know was supposed to come out this year. I thought they'd push that to the next year. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of Marvel movies coming out this year. Yeah. Anybody? It's got a a fucking massive cast. I mean, we've talked about this movie multiple times. I'm good. I'll probably see it at some point because it's a Marvel movie and we all end up seeing it. That's how they make a billion dollars. But I'm not super excited. We're bo- Everybody's shaking their head, so I think we're all the same, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sherlock Holmes 3. I had no fucking clue they were making a third movie of the Sherlock Holmes trilogy. With Jude Law back too and Robert Downey Jr.? Jude Law and, and RDJ. Oh. Anybody? I, I enjoyed the first one. First one's yeah. great. The second one, I didn't. Yeah. Nope. Damien? Yeah, I mean, this is the same thing. If it's like streaming online somewhere that I already subscribed to in however many months and I got like nothing else to watch, like maybe I'll watch it, but otherwise I'm definitely not seeking it out. Okay. So the final two, Red Notice, they're both, they're both Netflix movies. So Red Notice, I have no idea what this movie's about, but strictly because of the cast, The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Arguably, like, three of the biggest movie stars in Hollywood today. All in the same movie. All Netflix. I got to imagine it's a big action movie about fucking CIA or cops or some bullshit. Anybody? Uh, I'll watch it because of who's in it and just to see the spectacle of this. Damien? You said it's a Netflix movie? Yeah. It's one of their 52. Gotcha. Yeah. With, like, that low of a barrier to entry, I'd probably watch it. But, but like, I, I haven't seen or heard anything about it. Without sounding shitty, none of them are good actors, right? <laughs> they all serve a very specific purpose. Like the raw, I wouldn't say any of them are terrible, but none of them, you're never going to see any of them nominated for an Academy Award. Right. True. So what are we expecting from something with the three of them in it? Just a big ass action movie, right? Basically, yes. Yeah. And to kill some time. All right. It's going to be pretty. Like, I guarantee the movie's going to be good looking. Mm-hmm. Probably. Tyler, are you going to watch this? 
No. Um, I mean, I don't have plans to, but if it's on Netflix, then possibly. There, okay. There's another Gal Gadot movie coming out this year. I thought this is what you were referring to earlier. Death of the Nile. Death on the Nile, yeah, with Kenneth yeah. Branagh directing. and. Yeah. I didn't like the first one, so that's why I didn't put the <laughs> second one on here. Oh, the... The Orient Orient, Express. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't care for that. So Gal Gadot is not a draw for me. Mm. She's attractive. I don't think she's much of an actor. So I'm not, I'm not seeking out. Like, I don't think I've, I've seen a couple things that she's been in, but she's not, I don't, even a Wonder Woman, I don't think she's great. So, uh, last movie, Don't Look Up, which is a DiCaprio and uh, Jennifer Lawrence movie. Again, um, it's DiCaprio, so I'm going to see anything he's in. Uh, another Netflix movie. Wow. Is it odd that DiCaprio is going to be in a Netflix movie? It feels odd to me. That feels like something that makes that it validates Netflix as much as anybody else could, right? Yeah. Absolutely. But it also felt odd when Scorsese did a yeah. Netflix movie. Yeah. But this is we started the podcast talking about this. This is where it's going, so I understand. Yeah. And it doesn't discredit the movie. It just feels weird because I still associate like Netflix with like a cable movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like straight to cable, which is ridiculous. It's just something that I, my mind has to get over. But this is it like just feels odd. The cast of all casts. The cast is ridiculous. DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Evans, Timothy Chalamet, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill. Holy fuck. How many movies does Timothy Chalamet have coming out this yeah. year? A lot. A lot. I think he's been on like four that we've talked about. Yeah. Damien, you're going to watch this. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely don't have the the mental hurdle of Netflix movies. Sure. So so I'm in. And, and I'll again, I, I'm trying to justify this, I guess. I, I watch Netflix movies. And I don't think they're terrible at all. Right. I, I think they, they're quality just like any other movie. It's just it It's just odd to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So before we sign off, do you guys have any other ones you want to talk about? Um, Tyler, there's a movie coming out this month or next month called Nomadland with Francis McDormand, who uh, you've mentioned okay. that I really like. It's it's gotten some great critical acclaim. Um, to be I, fair, hold on. Okay. That came out last year. Well, and it's getting a wide release this year. Right. Well. Uh, uh, <laughs> This is different than 19, 1917 this is, last this year. This is different than 1917. <laughs> this is different. Fuck. It came out for a week in 2020 to get some Academy Award shine. Okay. And now it's getting a wide release. It's the exact same thing as 1917. It says January 8th is the release date on imdb.com. Right, but look it up. It came out la- it came out for a week at the end of December for Academy Awards. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Tyler did look it up and he just told you what IMDb says yep. IMDb can say whatever it wants look it up for what she's she's going to be nominated for Academy Award for 2020 for that movie which means it came out as 1917 did we had the same discussion this last is different year. actually we're just going to splice in last year's podcast so it doesn't matter okay. anything else Tyler I'm done fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Damien uh, the only thing that I wrote down, which I have no recollection of seeing or anything, but I wrote down the name and the synopsis is a movie called Infinite. Hmm. Did you, that, that come up? So the, I, I don't have anything other than the synopsis, what I wrote, which I wrote down. 
um, that says the hallucinations of a schizophrenic are revealed to be memories from past lives where he obtained talents that he still has to this day. But you don't know like who's in it or anything. Mm-mm. No, man, I don't, I don't know anything. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, sounds sounded kind of interesting, so I wrote it down quickly, but I didn't go too deep. That sounds good. Uh, so I'm looking it up. Mark Wahlberg is in it. Ooh. Uh, Dylan O'Brien is the lead. Chuyatel Ejiofor is in it. Okay. Yeah, it could be cool. All right. It has a May release, so I'm assuming they're going to... Oh, it's directed by Antoine Fuqua. So he's made some good shit. Yeah. Didn't he do uh, Training Day? That... I, I have no idea. Anybody? That seems seems right, but I can't say for sure. Okay. Yeah, that that seems like that could, that could be cool. Wahlberg is like hit or miss, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's terrible. All right. So before we sign off, do we want to talk about Justice League? Uh, I mean, all right, so Justice League's obviously they just announced uh, coming out as a four-hour movie on HBO in March. I think we're sending a very clear message by not talking about <laughs> Justice League in a podcast about our most anticipated movies of this year. So that that is absolutely true. But let me just ask: Are you guys actually going to watch it though? Are you going to sit down, seek it out, and at least watch some of it? Because I know I will. What? Explain why you will. Because it's a phenomena that... How many times is a movie terrible and the fans literally get it remade? They, they spend years, like three years, spend their own money. They, they, they come together and get this shit made and somehow think that they're going to turn this pile of shit movie into something better by having some additional scenes and just making it longer. Yeah. So out of sheer interest, I will actually watch it. I don't think I'll watch the whole thing. Ideally, if I can find something on like YouTube that has like the new parts in it, <laughs> which will still be like two hours. <laughs> so that won't work. I'll, I'll see some of it. Damien, Tyler, you guys don't have any of that same interest. I didn't see, I saw parts of the first one so i i don't have any real frame of reference if i were to watch this one but like the irishman was nearly four hours and that took me a while to actually commit to this thing i just don't think like out of legit four hours i'm, I'm gonna even try there's no way they would have made this movie four hours and released it in the theater though right i don't think so i i don't think it lends itself to being that long it's weird because I don't think it lends itself to being that long and being in the theater or being at home. Yeah. Because to Damien's point we talked about on Discord, financially a four-hour movie doesn't make sense for the theaters mm-hmm. unless they charge mm-hmm. somehow more money. But at home, I think that the Irishman, a lot of the issue was that people didn't like it is because you're you're on your phone at home. You're going to get up to go to the bathroom. You're doing all these things and you're not like dialed into the movie and maybe you don't appreciate it because you're not as dialed in because you watched it at home. Yeah. So I think it would have been more well-received from the audiences if they had to watch it in the theater because you have to sit there and pay more attention than at home. Does that make sense, Damien? Does that sound at all, like, rational? Yeah, I mean, I kind of get what you're saying. There's just, like, it's it's a little bit less intentional at home uh, yeah. versus sitting in the theater and knowing that 
that yeah i don't know there's there's no there's no deep story behind any of this stuff so it's not going to be something where you're like sitting down riveted like on the edge of your seat Mm -hmm. waiting to see how the story unfolds it's going to be the same fucking garbage and you're talking about justice league yes but there are people that are gonna that are gonna do that that are these people that got this made that spent years of their life they're gonna fucking be on the edge of their seat just eating that these are the same people that thought the original one was okay or decent enough so they're going to love the second mm-hmm. one. And then there's us, Tyler excluded because he didn't watch it, that fucking thought the f- first one was terrible. And guess what? It's going to be terrible again. Yeah. Because the first one's still there. And the first one wasn't terrible because of the shitty CGI or any of the shit. The sh- it was terrible because the acting is terrible and the story was terrible. <laughs> you can't change that. Yeah. He's going to try. I'm going to watch it, though. I can't. I would. I would love. I mean, I don't want to watch a four-hour live stream of you watching this movie, but I would just love to tap into your inner thoughts as you're watching this. Just like the pure hatred coursing through your well, veins. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you my thoughts, um, but it won't be hatred well, because I know what to expect. I, I don't. It's not gonna be hatred. I'm gonna laugh at people though because you know what's gonna come out. People are gonna be like, "This is the best shit ever." <laughs> and this idea that Zack Snyder makes like amazing movies, I don't <laughs> win. Yeah. <laughs> And then people are mad at Joss Whedon. And in my opinion, Joss Whedon has made a lot more creative, really riveting TV, things that are, are great mm-hmm. than fucking Zack, Zack Snyder has. Yeah. And that's not, I'm not shitting on Zack Snyder. I just don't think he's some, you know, visionary. All right, guys. Hour and almost 40 minutes. Probably longer than any of us thought this was going to go. Damien looks like he's checking out. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for dinner. Ready for dinner. I had fun, guys. Yeah, I appreciate good. it. I hope we get to go to the theaters this year. Somehow, I hope I get to see a movie for sure with Damien. Tyler, we haven't seen a movie since 1997. <laughs> Damien, I hope we get to see a movie soon together, man. What's up? I, I genuinely miss that. Yes. So. Couldn't agree. All right, guys. Be good. Be safe. And go get that vaccine. Thank you. All right, everyone. That is our most anticipated movies of 2021 podcast. Fun one for me. Always enjoy talking to Damien and Tyler. Really, 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 really hope uh, that we get to go back to movies, go back to theaters at some point this year. Thanks to Damien and Tyler for being on. Thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, Always ask for those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. Give us a follow on Instagram at at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. Always shoot us an email, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. We will do it again next week. Everybody be safe. Be good out there. And shout out to Gary Oldman.